0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, where our number one passion is helping you grow in your walk with God. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and my mission in life is to do whatever I can to help you develop an authentic friendship with your Father in Heaven. That's right. To know Him and make Him known, these are the two most important things in life. There's no question, spending time alone with God every day is going to improve every area of your life, including your family, your finances, your job, and without a doubt, your eternity. So make plans to hang with us every Tuesday as we grow together in our ability to engage with God in our everyday lives. On the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I invite you to consider the best thing you can imagine about heaven in a podcast we're calling What's So Great About Heaven? Have you ever thought to yourself something like, Oh, I I hope God doesn't come back just yet. I'm really looking forward to that 10 day Bahamas trip next summer. Or I really hope Jesus doesn't return in the next 30 days. I just can't wait until Apple releases the new iPhone. Funny, right? But this is real stuff. There are many things we enjoy on Earth and there should be. Plus, we really have very little ability to comprehend a world like heaven, one that we've never experienced. Will things be a lot nicer than Earth or just a little? Will I get to do fun stuff in heaven or will I be bored to tears carrying around a harp all the time? Honestly, what makes heaven so great after all? Of course, we're not going to try to answer all your questions about heaven. For that, you should look into Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven but we are going to talk about the very best thing heaven has to offer. The thing that should have us sitting on the edge of our seats, hardly able to wait to get there. A couple things to expect. I get down to brass tacks by asking the question, what is the ultimate draw of heaven? And Josh shares a funny bit about his grandfather's perspective on eternity. So let's pray and we'll dive right in. Dear Lord, thank you for creating a place called heaven, a place we look forward to going to, where we can be set free from all the pains of this world and where we can spend forever hanging out in your presence. Help us remember that this world is ultimately not our home. We love you and praise you. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, let's go ahead and kick it with this Tuesday's Pure Worship podcast entitled, What's So Great About Heaven? Hey guys, what's happening? Welcome back to the Pure Worship Podcast. Yours truly and my wonderful co-host, Joshua Neil Edwards. Oh my! you had to throw the- had to throw the kneel in, <laughs> didn't you? I love it, man. Kneel. I love it, yeah. Cause well, you kneel before the Lord, bro. I'm Neil. Yes. On your name. knees, boy. <laughs> We're having way too much fun. We are, man. It is uh, always so
1: good to be with you.
0: And it's good because, I mean, guys. Yes, we're doing this for you to encourage you, but man, this encourages us so much. Dude, I'm not
1: doing it for these people. I'm just doing it <laughs> to hang out with Jeff Dio. Come on, at least just say that. Dude, so we're it wearing sounds good. we're wearing similar spectacles today. Are we? Yeah. You, okay. Ooh. Friends, Jeff is wearing some beautiful um, fire engine red mm-hmm. glasses. Yes, yeah, it's so nice. And I have uh, I have some red checkered ones. Mm. They look like a plaid. They look like a Chris Farley coat that he dug out of a <laughs> like. A, <laughs> A goodwill box from 1970 or something. That's good but, stuff, man, right yeah. there.
0: You got it. I mean, you got the beard and the glasses. I mean, you know, we're, we're just trendy as it. they come. Trendy I mean, as they come. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, we're talking about heaven. <laughs> we call this one, What's So Great About Heaven? Well, what is so great about yeah, heaven? Yeah, right? I mean, right. Like, shh, what's the big deal? It's almost like we try to make this earth heaven. Yeah. You know, we're trying so hard to make it feel like heaven we're trying to perfect everything technology get all the pain and suffering out if we can fix all of our problems right then this can be heaven yeah but that's not what it's supposed to be is it right it's not i try to talk to our our, our kids about this like guys we know the bible talks about how we are aliens mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. so it's actually stop trying to make this your home yeah because it's not your home don't
1: get comfy You're
0: visitors from outer space <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. no seriously you're visitors you're you belong to another kingdom yeah can i say it that way yeah right this is not our home so there is something that we can look forward to uh, when it comes to heaven. Now, there are some misconceptions about what heaven is. Yeah. And for for unbelievers, for people who would not claim to be Christ followers, and I think some Christ followers that we kind of misunderstand sometimes what heaven's all about. Totally, my granddad, man, <laughs> is one of them.
1: So my grandpa is like this, um, he's a country music fanatic, right? Yeah. He's, he, he's a pedal steel player, he's yeah. just a freak musician. And I remember a long time ago, his, his views have changed now, but he always said, man, Josh, I don't know if I really want to go to heaven. It seems like the cool parties down, you know, in the right? other place. Right, right. Is, is there going to be good country music
0: in heaven? Right. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of people think that way. It's almost like, I wish I could remember the way people say it, but it's like, the party is in hell, man. I mean, come on, that's where we're going to have fun. That's where all the fun people are going to be. The people that like to have fun and do their own thing, and they're, 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 they're the ones that can control life, you know. All the boring people are got to be in heaven. Yeah. What about like Looney Tunes
1: cartoons when they're like, okay, like Sylvester the cat dies or whatever and like there's an escalator up to heaven. It's like, what the heck? And then, uh, you know, then you got like, I remember seeing like Popeye cartoons or whatever and they're like, you know, the building ship blows up or whatever yeah. and then they're up on up in heaven and they're playing harps and they're floating around right? naked or their little baby butts cherubs yeah, exactly. running around it's or, like
0: we're gonna ha- all have a, a bunch of harps floating around on clouds and stuff and that looks like an awful lot of boring <laughs> to me Yeah, you know what in the world what's so great about heaven after all i mean yeah you know, this earth, this earth, it has some wonderful things yeah. about it, right? Some beautiful things, and we're just kind of thinking, if we could just clean this place up a little bit, right? then maybe this could be heaven. In fact, maybe that's the goal. If we could just fix this earth up, oh, then man. then we'd have the utopia. Man, it would be a nirvana, right? I, well, they, no. <laughs> they better slap a gate on it, like, yeah.
1: because pearly gates up in heaven. I like Jim Gaffigan. He's like, <laughs> you know, Pearly gates, like they live in a gated community. What kind of neighborhood is heaven in? And I'm like, that's good, Jim Gaffigan. Come I like on,
0: that. man, a little props there. So these all are right. all just questions. Stupid.
1: Well, not really good questions. They're kind of stupid ideas. Stup- yeah, okay, if you really sure. think about <laughs> it, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's 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 stuff to, to think about because there are misconceptions about what heaven. In fact, I don't really think we even can grasp at all the beauty of heaven. I mean, mm-hmm. if you could even talk about, take your favorite food on earth and think that that food could taste a thousand times better. Like, I mean, my, here's my perspective. It doesn't say this in the Bible, but I think broccoli in heaven's going to taste like ice cream. Mm. You know? And then ice cream is going to have even way beyond that. You know, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, well, dude, listen,
1: man, if the streets are paved with gold, if you respect it. Like, if
0: the streets, mm-hmm. like the ground that you walk on is gold. The pavement. It's crazy, man. I mean, think about how much we value pavement on this earth. It's like second class, it's like ninth class materials Or whatever, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, if the ninth class material in heaven is gold, mm-hmm uh oh maybe there's some really nice things up there crazy town you know and we're being a little bit silly here but but maybe we're really underestimating what heaven is like totally so you you think about some things that that some good things that we know that heaven is is like um We know that you said there's going to be golden streets. That's yeah. going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, though, even though it is pavement, it's like, wow, we're walking on gold. Pretty cool stuff. That uh, becomes a norm. Yep. You no, know, no longer is gold like this rare thing, but the rare thing now becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about crystal seas. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, whoa, that's pretty cool. A yep. crystal sea. It talks about the new heaven mm-hmm. and a new earth, right? I think we've got scripture about that too. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, the fact that there's going to be mansions that God's preparing a place for us. Like, whoa, how big is my mansion going to be, man? Yeah. You know, And mm-hmm. uh, you talk about crowns. Like there's going to be, you know, you, you read about the crown or the rewards that we might get in heaven uh, for a life that's lived under to God and all these amazing attributes of heaven. Uh, You can also think about uh, the the things that are bad about the earth. The Bible is pretty clear that those things are washed away.
1: Mm -hmm, Right? mm
0: -hmm. So I think we got some scriptures we want to read, too,
1: here. Yeah. Well, I'll just kick it off with this. I mean, uh, it's not really in our notes, but I was just thinking about, man, just some heavenly encounters even in the Old Testament where you have Isaiah the prophet. That's good. uh, In Isaiah 6, he says, in the year that King Uzziah died, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw the Lord and he
0: was high and lifted up. He was—that's a big deal about seeing the Lord, man. Come on, I mean, how great can that be?
1: I don't—I don't know, <laughs> but it's—it says high and exalted, brother. Man. and it says the train of his robe fills the temple. Yeah, like, man,
0: I, what does that even mean? And well, yeah, I mean, and it's his response to me that shows the awe. Yeah, right. His yep. response tells me that he saw something that blew his mind. Yeah. Right, and there's these angels that came with
1: and there's these these coals and it burned his lips and it cleansed him and these four living creatures. What does he say,
0: right? He says, woe woe to me me. or woe is me right? Because I live all of a sudden he had a revelation. When he saw the Lord everything turned for him. He was in tune with his depravity at that point. Yes. All of a sudden I mean he was a big time dude. Yeah. You know, and he was a God follower. Yep. And he suddenly had revelation of that there was a greater chasm between who he was. Yeah. And who God was than he originally thought. Totally. saw the Lord, went, oh my word, I yep. live a, among a people of unclean lips and I myself am a person of unclean lips. Yep. I'm doomed. I'm dead. I'm going to die yeah. compared to the beauty of this God. Yeah. That's so amazing. Totally. So then
1: like you guys, Jeff, you got this whole bunch of series in revelation, which revelation is basically one continuation, one massive heavenly encounter that the apostle John on the island of Patmos, you know, you got like uh, man in chapter one where he has this, this, uh, what I love about revelation, it's actually the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, at the end of the day, guys, what we're going to really kind of hone in on is, like, like heaven is the presence of Jesus in his glorified state. It's the presence of Father God. It's the presence of Holy Spirit. It's the presence of the angels. Uh, Man, he he was actually uh, in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, it says here in Revelation 1, uh, chapter 9. He's in... on the island of Patmos. Then you you flip over to uh, Revelation 4. This is a crazy little thing. After this, I looked and there in heaven was an open door. Hmm. Guys, we talked last podcast about how the veil is torn now Hmm. and access to the Father. Guys, I want to say that there is an open door to heaven right now. Now, it's not the full expression. I mean, I'd love to kind of teleport back and forth. And, you know, I've had visions and encounters with the Lord of of the throne room. But, man, I don't feel like I've gotten the full meal deal yet, Jeff. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, it says there's an open door. The first voice I heard uh, speaking to me was like a trumpet. It says, come up here. And I will show you what must take place after this. Mm And we did a podcast called Come Away, Man. This is another invitation to encounter, an invitation to intimacy that the Lord is calling the Apostle John into. Well, it's the
0: ultimate goal, right? I mean, the ultimate goal. And that's kind of what we're trying to get at with this whole heaven thing is we're trying to understand what's the point of going to heaven. Yeah. Is it about the golden streets? Is it about the pearly gates? Is it about the crystal seas? There's more to it than that. Yeah.
1: So he goes on, man. He's like, I was in the spirit and on the throne. Uh, there uh, was set there in heaven. One was seated on the throne and the one seated looked like Jasper and Carnelian stone and a rainbow that looks like an emerald around the throne. Do you hear what he's saying? Like a Jasper, yeah. like an emerald, something better, like, but like, it looked, that's the I only reference point. He has no yeah. words for what yeah. he's seeing no at this point. point. And then later on, he sees this lamb seated on the throne as if he'd been slain, man. He's mm. seeing the crucified Jesus. He's seeing yeah. uh, resurrected. but resurrected. But resurrected. And he's,
0: with a sword coming
1: out of yeah. his mouth. And so it's all these manifestations and crazy. And he sees four living creatures that are flying around. And it's just oh, this amazing, amazing, awe-inspiring
0: encounter that he's having. Yeah, it's incredible, man. Uh, you know, so again, we're, to- we're trying to get out here. And we haven't quite got there yet, but we're trying to say, hey, look, what is the beauty? What's the draw of heaven? I think one thing that comes to mind for me is what it says in Exodus 33, where Moses comes to God and says, look, because uh, God is fed up with Israel, and he says to Moses, look, you guys go ahead, move on toward the promised land, and I'm not going with you. Mm-hmm. Well, Moses' response is perfect for what we're talking about, because he says, God, If you don't go, we're not moving. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about what he's saying there. God is sending them to the promised land. But Moses is saying the promised land is not the promised land if you're not with us, God. That's it, man. That is the promised land. That's it. It's being with God. So it doesn't matter if he's in the desert or if he's in the most beautiful lush garden. If he's with God, it's the promised land. Yeah. That's what heaven is. If heaven doesn't have God the Father, it ain't heaven. I don't care what kind of jaspers, what kind of gems, what kind of golden streets. I don't care if you wipe away my tears. I don't care if you said, well done, good and faithful servant. If Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are not there, it's not heaven. Whoa, it's like we've sort of lost perspective on the hope we have in God restoring all things. As if we might be missing out on some of the fun once the earth as we know it comes to an end. Some might say, but Jeff... Don't we already have access to God in all His fullness? Good question. Let's look at Romans 8. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. are you looking forward to heaven with God? And if not, why not? And if not, is there anything that could make you change your mind? I'm convinced if you're not looking forward to heaven, there is a serious problem. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you've no doubt heard of my new book, Awakening Pure Worship. If you'd like to get a copy for someone you love, you can go to JeffDio.com or get one on Amazon. All right, as we get back to the conversation, Josh hits on some powerful lyrics from an Israel Hope song that will stir your heart. Then I ask some tough questions to help us determine whether or not we love this world more than the next. So crank up the volume and ready your heart as we keep chucking with this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast.
1: The idea from day one, from back in the day. Man, guys, we've been hanging out in 2 Corinthians 6 a lot. And you're probably sick of it by now, but (laughs) I know it is so good, man. We didn't plan this. Like we said, this is just kind of how the Lord has set up these last four podcasts. But like, look at this. It says this, that I will dwell among them. This is in verse 16 of of chapter 6. I will Mm -hmm. dwell among them and walk among them. And I will be their God, and they will be my people. Again, this is a mishmash of all sorts of Old Testament scriptures that the Apostle Paul is articulating to the Corinthian church. He's saying, I'll say it again, I will dwell among them. Jeff, dwell. So live. Be together, have presence, yes. like abide, and this. Yes. And if it was, if he was saying this to Moses, if he was saying this to yep. Abraham, if he was saying this to uh, through King David, yep. it's like if that was the plan back then, why would we think it'd be any different yep. now? His yep. presence, you yes. know, Israel Houghton has this song, mm-hmm. and some people like it, and some people don't. But his, your presence is heaven to me. Right. Again, that word, yeah. that word, that presence Absolutely. word gets a little funky, and Absolutely. sometimes we worship his presence yep. but
0: guys we what, get it the whole thing is where his presence is yeah we want to be with that's heaven and presence when you think of presence rightly you understand that presence means be with it doesn't mean tinglies or emotions or anything like that so i agree with that song yep. if we understand the definition of presence yes you know if it means a nice song then no because right. a nice song is not heaven to me yeah what israel is saying is that the the being with god is heaven heaven. it is heaven i mean and that and yes there's going to be some great things in heaven that are that are 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 neat that are different than earth the new earth new heaven all that stuff but the whole point and you're getting to the end goal here the end goal of the whole bible is what you're reading about here where i will be your god and you will be my people
1: totally and so Revelation 21 guys the other scripture that I wanted to share with you is uh, this guys this is at the end of the end of the end or as Jeff said it's at the kind of the beginning
0: of yes, the beginning yes. like this is actually what we were destined for oh, but- like, hear, hear this, guys, because we sometimes are, like, I remember when I was younger and I hadn't gotten married yet, I was like, Lord, just don't come until I get married <laughs> I so know. I can have sex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once I've had sex, and then me. I can go to heaven. But oh, I'm telling you guys, Lordy. this is not the end of the best life now. Oh, come on, somebody. Yes. This is the beginning of yes. the best life
1: now. That's it, man. So this is, we're t- I mean, I'm not to get into, to get into some eschatological uh, argument or a pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, the millennial yep. reign. But guys, as I look at scripture, this is, uh, after Christ comes, this is post, uh, millennial reign. This is the great white throne of judgment. If you kind of look at it that way, but this is what he says uh, in ver- in chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven. And the first earth had passed away and the sea no longer existed. I also saw the Holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Prepared, picture this. Picture this.
0: Prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Ooh, there's that metaphor again. The bride. Come away. Right? So Jerusalem's not a city. Jerusalem
1: is a people. The people, man. Ooh. Coming down out of heaven of God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. And then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look. God's dwelling is with humanity, Whoa. and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them uh. and be their God. Now, look, here's here's a byproduct. See, guys, I love, Jeff, I love that he starts with this is the main point. This is the thrust. Yes. Look, God's dwelling is with man. But now here's the byproduct, friends. Mm. Verse 4, he will wipe away every tear mm. from their eyes. Mm. Death will no longer exist. Come Come Remember, on. death is going to be swallowed up in the lake of fire. Uh, g- uh, grief, crying, and pain will exist no longer mm. because the previous things have passed away. Oh, and then here's Jesus <laughs> the revelation of Jesus Christ. Then the one seated on the throne said, Look, behold, I'm making everything new. I'm so making
0: good. all things new, Jeff. That's heaven. I mean, think about that. The be with part there is this is this is the point of the gospel. The gospels are not written so that you can be cleansed from your sin. The whole point of you being cleansed from your sin is because without when you're not cleansed from your sin, you cannot be with God because God cannot be with anyone who's not holy. Mm. So because of the blood of Jesus, he is washed away. Somebody say washed away, mm-hmm. cleansed, like right? He's washed away so that we can come away. Yeah. He's washed away our sins so that we can come away with him. Yeah. This is the point. And in that that verse sums it up so good, the be with. I will be their God and oh, they will be my people and I will live among them. Gosh, it reminds me of this place called the Garden of Eden <laughs> where they were together walking and talking with God. That was ripped away from us through our own choice, through our own rebellion. Yeah. And God has been seeking to reestablish that close fellowship relationship for all of time. That's it. And that will be the end. That will be the end. The question is, do you want that? Yeah. If you don't want that, that's you saying, no thanks, God. But what God is giving you, yes, it's going to be beautiful that there will be no tears. And the reason there will be no tears, I mean, think about this. Every good thing that we've known on earth comes to an end Mm -hmm. I mean my mom used to always say that to me everything good good thing comes to an end whatever there's always this sense of ending like well that'll be over like I don't want it to be over I don't want the movie to be over I don't want the this experience to be over I don't want this to end guess what for the first time in ever our existence the good times are never going to end yeah because
1: we will be with God yep and I love the synergy of Scripture, man. What began in a garden of intimacy and love and habitation with God, That was the beginning. And look at how it ends. Yeah, it's a habitation and a garden of communion with God. It says yeah. this chapter twenty two, then he sh- he showed me the river of living water, sparkling mm-hmm. like crystal, man, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the broad street of the city. The tree of life was on both sides of the river, wow. bearing 12 kinds of fruit, producing its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations, and there will no longer be any curse. And the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his slaves, his servants, will serve him. And they will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will no longer exist, and people will not need lamplight or sunlight, because the Lord God will give them light and they will reign and they will reign forever and ever. I can't, con- I can't. They, it. they, Jeff, they <laughs> mm-hmm. remember what the Lord told Adam and Eve in the beginning. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: in my presence Yes. Yep. with me, yep. co-laboring Together. with me. Yeah. How it begins. It ends. It began
0: in a garden. It ends in a garden. Of communion. So the question is, are you in that place where you can... Because there's this thread is all throughout the Bible of that I will be your God. This is his end goal for all things. I will be your God and you will be my people. So the question is, can we declare that? I would encourage each person, even as we end this podcast, that you would declare that out loud that you will be my God and I will be your son. I will be your daughter. Yep. Declare that. I would say that's something you declare every day. Mm-hmm. God, because that's what He wants. And that's relationship. It's not him lording that over us. I mean, he has plenty of reason to do that. He's way Mm -hmm. bigger than we are, but it's about relationship. And I, I would just encourage you even right now to declare that out loud. Say, you will be my God and I will be your son or I will be your daughter. That is coming into agreement with God's vision for all of creation. Yeah. And that is the purpose of heaven. You ask, what's so great about heaven? Mm -hmm. It's relationship with God. Yeah. We pray for us, Josh?
1: Yeah, Lord. I just love that it says, I will be your God and you will be my people. Mm -hmm. And Lord, that we get to do this with Yahweh. We get to do this with you, with your presence. But we also get to do this with each other. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Ephesians 3, it says that you would be able to grasp the, how wide and, and broad and long and, you know, and deep is the love of Christ together with all the saints. Yes. That's what's so beautiful. So, Lord, I pray that you'd br- bring us into revelation of that. Lord, I love that if I was the only person or Jeff was the only person on mm-hmm. earth uh, at the time of Jesus coming uh, and, and to die for our sins, I know that he would have done it. But Lord, the reality is, is that we're not. The reality is that there's a tribe. The reality is that it's always been, you will be my people and I will be your God. And so God, we want to say that as individuals, yes. but corporately we as the agree, body, Lord. we, we say we want you to be our God. We want you, Lord. I want you to be I our want God. You, Lord. And so God. we just trust you and we just thank you that you get to invite us into this glorious relationship. And your presence, Lord, is truly heaven to us. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, podcast fam. It was great hanging with you as we captured this brand new episode of the Pure Worship Podcast entitled, What's So Great About Heaven? Guys, there are only two things we should be focused on while we're here on earth. Loving God and loving people. Meanwhile, we should be growing more and more homesick for heaven. Don't forget, we are aliens in this world. We're not supposed to be growing more and more comfortable with this place. In fact, James 4.4 tells us that if we are becoming friends with this world, we are making ourselves enemies with God. Time spent on this planet will be nothing close to the wonder of walking and talking with God in the new age. Okay, we hope you're enjoying our weekly podcast. Please consider sharing a stellar review on iTunes or Podbean, and feel free to reach out to us about any questions or comments you have by using the email address in the notes section. You can look forward to next Tuesday when we'll explore the power of spiritual thirst in a podcast we're calling Spring Up, Oh Well. Until then, we'll look forward to our time together next Tuesday with another encouraging episode of the Pure Worship Podcast.